When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 1, Chapter Titled. His Answer. Whose answer? I don't know. Uh, I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And that's just in case you forgot, because it's been a while since we've recorded. Hey everybody, we're back. And it's Season 6 of Boy Meets World. This is like, like the end of the show Eve. Like, we have one more season after this. Yeah, we only have, like, a year left of doing this. <laughs> it's like 45 episodes left. So a year and a half for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a while. Um, Tanya, how have you been? Um, Pretty okay. It's been a <laughs> whirlwind of the uh, last few weeks, so... Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay. How have you been? I've been okay too. Uh, nothing exciting. You'd think we took three weeks off and then two weeks off. You'd think we'd have cool stories. I mean, like it's been something, mm -hmm. but not like happy exciting. Right. We it have hasn't stories. been uneventful. We have stories, but they're not stories we want to talk about. Right. At the, at the start of a podcast. Right. Um, but we're doing great. Like personally, <laughs> like we're, we're, we're don't, you know, I don't want you guys to think like there's trouble in paradise. Oh, there's definitely not. No. Um, that would imply that it's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I was just making a joke that would have seemed like it would fit in this episode. That's true. It does. Um, have we watched anything new? Interesting. We haven't really like... Well, hold on. What? Critical Role started <laughs> an eight same old Alden and Tanya, <laughs> an eight episode miniseries called Exandria Unlimited, and it comes out every Thursday night, and it's wonderful. Yeah, so like if you want to get the flavor of Critical Role, but um, are, are afraid of the commitment, the commitment that it entails because of the hours that you would have to watch and listen it's like it's like so say you're sitting at a graduation and critical role is sitting next to you and they propose to you and you don't know what to say because there's like just thousands of hours of critical role and you're just like overwhelmed by it so instead you watch Alexandria unlimited just to just to see what it's like. It's like... Because it's only going to be eight episodes total. Right. right now, it's only three. Right. Um, but I will say, as somebody who did make that journey and took that commitment, I, I just want to say I'm better for it. But also, last week, once I had fully caught up to Critical Role and didn't really have anything left to listen to, I want to I tell you something really cool. I found out about music. <laughs> music is so good. It's been a year and a half since I've really listened to music. That is wild. It is, because I love music. You do. But Critical Role, uh, uh, thousands of hours 
I didn't have time for music. I would listen to a new album here or there. But otherwise, it was all CR all the time. Yeah. But I loved every second. Anyway, Xandria Unlimited is very good. It is very good. Go watch it on YouTube. Yep. Um, and someone mm-hmm. had a birthday yesterday. Ha- this comes out on Monday. Oh, we're doing some weird time travel stuff. It's kind of like Boy Meets World. It's very like Boy Meets World. It's so cool, though, that that we've been married for 18 years. We're I'm just going that up, far I'm in just, the future? I'm just making up numbers. I don't know. I'm trying to do Boy Meets World thing. Yeah, it's my birthday yesterday, two days later. What? <laughs> One day later. This episode comes out on Monday. Alden's birthday was on Sunday. Yep. I'm old. So, happy birthday. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm no. not a big fan of my birthday. It's so funny how different Tanya and I are about birthdays. I'm a huge fan of my birthday. Like, I wish it was still my birthday right now. I like to pretend like my birthday doesn't exist. It's so weird. I've always, I've been like that since I was a kid and a teenager at least. Here's the thing. It would be so much easier for me and the kids if we just accepted that about you and like rolled with it. But we just can't because... Somehow I'm the asshole and I have to figure out how to meet you guys halfway. We feel like you deserve to be celebrated and that like maybe one day in the future you would just be like, oh, they really don't care about me at all. Like they didn't do anything for me at all. So we have to try to like work some stuff in. I've been giving him birthday presents Mm -hmm. one by one for a month. I'm going to give you one guess what they're all related to (laughs) and the answer is critical role. But anyway... um. Yeah, it was my birthday. Yep. Happy birthday to me. I'm, I, anyway, we can't make this a Critical Role fan cast with Boy Meets World on the side. It's a Boy Meets World podcast. You know what else we did? We watched Boy Meets World season six, episode one, chapter titled. His answer. And let me tell you. Part one. I was so excited to watch an episode. I have missed watching an episode of Boy Meets World every week. I, like, I was so ready. We're actually recording, like, earlier in the week than we normally do, and I, I was ready for it. I was we so haven't, excited. We haven't watched an episode of Boy Meets World in over a month. That's wild. That's not entirely true, because I watched some to, to be ready for our last episode. I missed our neurotic time-traveling friends. Yes. And... Let's see how they were. But first, Tanya, mm-hmm. can you please blurb me up? I can. Give me a season six blurb. All right. Give me the old season six blurb me up. Okay. Give me that season six spice. Blurb me up. Do you want me to blurb you up? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> the blurb for season six, episode one, his answer is, Corey accepts Topanga's proposal and they set off to tie the knot. That's just... I guess we're done with the episode now, Disney+. That's Plus. not true. There's a lot in the middle. Like Malcolm. That, this is not a Malcolm in the Middle podcast. I will, let's do a Malcolm in the Middle I fan don't cast. I think I would like to do one. Um, Frankie Muniz. Muniz? I don't think I've ever said his name out loud before. I've only read it. Anyway, this episode was directed by Jeff McCracken, and it was written by Bob Tischler. So... Um, I don't know if, I don't remember if they've ever been paired together. I know that Bob Tischler worked with Maddie Nels because we had Tish Nels. Mm-hmm. Now we got Tish Kraken. Tish Kraken. <laughs> I like it. That's my new D&D character name, Tish Kraken. Classroom or not, Tanya? 
not. Where do we start? At graduation. Sort of. We get the previously. Oh, no. It says previously and unbelievably on Boy Meets World. Also, before they do that, we have the uh, title scene. Mm -hmm. And there's a new person in it. There's a new person. I wonder if she's going to show up in this episode. But it's so weird to me that she existed in like the credit sequence and no one knew who she was. Well, the writers knew that she was going to be a big part of the show. Right. So, yes, then we go to graduation, except it's like dark, like everyone's gone. Wait, but we also have Angela in the title sequence, too. Yeah. Which is also new. Is it? Yeah. Um, Graduation. Mm Mm-hmm. Lights are out. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks like it's already been like cleaned up and everything. Yeah, now they're just sitting there as if it's still the same moment, but also two hours later at the same time. Yeah, it seems like it's hours later because the, the auditorium or whatever is clean. And um, empty. And empty. And the lights are off. And Corey is just staring at Topanga like dumbfounded. And she's like, Corey, did you hear me? And he's like, um... Did I just ask you to marry me? And then she takes on this really strange voice for like the next couple sentences that she says. And she basically is like, no, I asked you to marry me. And Corey's like, oh, well, I always thought I would be the one to ask you. And she's like, well, I asked you. And I she, guess they're basically engaged now. And she says, uh, do you want me to go back in time and you can do it? And he was like, no, it's the 90s. Get with the times. This is fine. Um And then he starts to like, she says, I want an answer. And he goes, and I will give it to you. But uh, there's only so many times a man gets asked to married. And then she kisses him. And then he's like, so did you bring a ring? And then we go to the hallway outside. Where it looks like graduation just ended. Everyone is in the hallway congratulating each other, hugging each other and everything. And they continue talking about their engagement and how they cannot tell anybody at all. Because Topanga well, is immediately like, so when are we getting married? Mm-hmm. And Corey's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So he's like, he's nervous about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And she's like, come on, let's do it. When are we going to do it? Come on, let's get married. Let's go. And he is a little trepidatious. Mm-hmm. And then he, she starts talking about the honeymoon. And he's like, oh, wait, so that the honeymoon, does that mean? And she's like, yeah, there's a very good chance. And he says, okay, well, yeah, let's get married. But we can't. Because she says, let's go tell your parents. And he says, we don't need to tell them. In fact, let's not tell anybody. Um, and it takes some coaxing, but eventually she agrees. Before this also, though... Um... Corey, before he tells her yes, 100%, he's like, you can't, you can't sacrifice Yale for me. Mm -hmm. And she says that, you know, Penbrook is going to give her a good education and that, you know, not being with his face in college would be awful. And he takes on a baby voice and is like, yes, it would. And then... And they decide not to tell anyone. And they're all like hugging and kissing. And Mr. Feeney walks up behind them. And is like, congratulations, you two. And Corey is like, you, you, how does he know? He already knows. And she's like, uh, he's congratulating us for graduating. 
And Corey's like, no, he knows. And Mr. Feeney's just like, yeah, I don't know. And, and yeah, you're right. I know. What do I know? Oh, so- she, they also say that they've been dating since they were two. That happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's like, well, we've been together since we were two. But. <sighs> I feel like it just gets earlier and earlier and earlier in their life. Yeah. That they've no, been together. We're eight episodes away from her saying. We shared an umbilical cord. Yeah. We've been together since our parents met and got decided that they were going to have kids one day and it was going to be us and we were going to get married. We're actually twins. Oh, gross. <laughs> gross. So anyway, Feeny, Feeny's like, all right, I know. I know everything. What do I know? And they act ridiculous and everybody splits up and leaves. It's fine. Yeah. And then we cut to, um, they're saying like, the last thing Corey says is like, and we can't tell anyone. And they and do like cuts- a screen flip. Mm-hmm. Whip cut. And he's at. The apartment. And he's opening the door, and Sean immediately goes, so she asked you to marry her. And he's like, Feeney told you. (laughs) (laughs) And Sean is like, no, I was sitting right next to you. I could hear everything. Which is very important to note. Yes. Because people in the the entire school that didn't know these two people, that didn't know Corey and Topanga, were talking about Corey and Topanga getting back together. You don't think that by now everyone in the school is going, Topanga asked Corey to marry him in the middle of the ceremony. Right. Like, they were sitting when everyone else was standing up. Like, it wasn't like... And they like... didn't leave. Right. Um, everyone knows. And it's important to remember, Corey didn't tell Sean... Anyway, we'll get... That is very important to remember. I know. So anyway, um, then it cuts, whip cut, to Topanga and Angela. In one of their rooms. And Topanga is telling Angela. Like, she straight up told Angela, I asked Corey to marry me. And Angela's like, you guys are weird. You're too young for this. And Topanga's like, I know, I've known since I was two, like... I want to marry him. I want to be with him until the day he dies. And Angela's like, uh, um, okay. (laughs) Is that what Angela's like? Yeah. Angela said something like, um, is that why he looks so terrified? And Topanga says, he was just flustered. And then it whip cuts to Corey and Sean. And Corey is like, I was just flustered, okay? Um, and Sean is basically telling Corey, like, you know what? This is great. Like, of I would be flustered, too, if Angela asked me to marry her in the middle of the... He says, like, I would have wet my gown. And, um... But you... Definitely, this is great for you. And Corey is upset. He's like, no, you're supposed to tell me it's crazy. And Sean goes, what's crazy is you not knowing that you guys have been together your whole lives already. Like, you're pra- you are married already. Right. Um... Sean thinks that they should just get married immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, no waiting. And Corey starts arguing back and forth with him, and then Sean just goes, oh, you're afraid to tell your parents. And Corey's like, yeah, they don't need to know. Um, Through all of this, though, Sean also tells Corey, he says, like, now let's talk about me. And Corey's like, we weren't done talking about me yet. And they're kind of walking out of the apartment, and 
Sean's like, so I've decided to take some courses at Pembroke. Which was all Corey cared about days ago. <laughs> yeah, like two days ago. Yes. Um, He's decided he loves his job, but he understands he needs to take some courses. His job isn't going to fulfill his life. There's more to life than naked women. Well, he says that later. Um, because by that time, Eric and Jack are there. Oh, yeah. So, but he does say to Corey, like, that means um, I'm going to be living in the dorms. I don't understand that. Eric and Jack both go to Pembroke and live in the apartment. That Sean lives in. That Sean lives in. <laughs> they all go to Pembroke. Uh-huh. And Sean's like, well... I'm going to Pembroke. Gotta move away from the people who've been going to this college the whole time I've lived there. And I was out of place because I went to high school. Mm-hmm. Gotta move out. Gotta, <laughs> gotta go. Bye, guys. Gotta go live in a dorm with Corey who might or might not get married and live with his wife. Do you think, like, the first time Sean walked into class and he saw, like, Eric or Jack there, he'd just be like, how the fuck did you guys get here? <laughs> He wouldn't be in the same classes. They might be. You don't know. Um, anyway, so he basically says to Corey, like, would you be okay with me living with you in the dorm? And Corey's like, two proposals in one day? I must be the luckiest guy on earth. And him and, and Sean are just standing there, like, hugging and hugging while Eric and Jack are exiting the elevator, like, halfway. They're just kind of, like, looking out the elevator doors and watching the whole thing. And uh, Sean tells them, I've decided to take a few classes at Pembroke. Uh, there's more to life than, than photographing naked women. And Eric goes, there's nothing more to life than naked women. Except for naked women with tiny jeans and tiny shirts. And uh, Jack walks over to Sean and hugs him and congratulates him. And then he scolds Eric and is like, you are not supportive. That's your problem. Be supportive. And Sean goes, so that means I got to move out. Got to move into the dorm. And Jack is like, what? And Eric goes, I support you. Um, but then... Sean talks about the fact that they'll need to find another roommate within the next two months. And Eric is just like, you can't do that to us. Like, we're so particular. And as he's saying this, um, Sean and Quare are getting in the elevator. They are leaving. And you see a door in the same hallway as Eric and Jack's apartment, just at the end of the hallway. Is it the same door that everybody comes out of? We we never really see before then. We don't see where everyone else comes out of. Oh, okay. It's probably like 3B or something. Mm-hmm. Um, we see this door open at the end of the same hallway. It's like two doors down. Oh, three doors down. Kryptonite. From the apartment <laughs> that they live in. And this girl, this gorgeous, super tall, redhead girl, is, like, screaming at her boyfriend in the doorway about how he's moving to Corpus Christi. And she sacrificed going to Yale, Mm -hmm. always Yale, Mm -hmm. to uh, stay with him and go to Pembroke. And um, she can't believe he's leaving her to go find himself. And she, like, throws a picture at him. And then walks out of the apartment and slams the door, carrying her luggage, and she just sits 
right in front of the elevators, which is like right there by the apartment in front of Eric and Jack. And they're like, she's pretty. And that's a whole lot of women. And she's just like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And Eric goes, I don't envy you. (laughs) But then it cuts to them in the apartment throwing things out into the hallway as sean walks in the door and he's like what are you guys doing with my stuff and jack is like we found a new roommate that she's they're they're perfect uh they're the absolute perfect roommate and sean is like well i have two more two more months until school starts so I'm, i'm gonna find this guy and tell him that he just can't move in yet and then um the girl the girl walks out in like a uh robe a night robe, like not even like a full robe, like it's like a silk robe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sean looks at her and he goes, "Okay, here, let me help you guys." And starts <laughs> and throwing starts... his stuff out the door, and then he's like, "Okay," and they pick him up and throw him out the door too. DJ, DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff style. Um, where is he gonna live now? I don't know, and neither does he. Because the next scene we see is um, Corey, Topanga, Angela, and Sean all walking up to the back door of the Matthews house. And for some reason, my brain went to, oh, they're going to ask Amy and Alan if Sean can stay there for the next two months. It doesn't ever come up. Right. So what does come up is Topanga... And Corey, like, hold back, and, and they, like, whisper to each other, and she's like, you didn't tell Sean, did you? And Corey is like, I would never. You didn't tell Angela, did you? And Topanga's like, oh, no. And they walk in, and Alan goes, hey, Corey, Topanga, Sean just told us the good news. Why didn't you tell us? And Topanga's like, you told Sean? And he's like, of course I told Sean. Again. He didn't tell Sean. Sean didn't tell Sean. He didn't tell Sean. He didn't uh, kiss Lauren and he didn't kiss Missy. None of like he just takes the responsibility and gets in trouble for all these things that he doesn't do. It's true. But uh, yeah, so so they are freaking out about it. And Corey is like, wait, so are you? How do you feel? And Alan's like, you guys have pretty much been together your whole lives. So it's, it's great. And they're like so relieved. They're like, oh, thank goodness. And um, and I, does Sean then say, like, I told them that we're going to be roommates? Something like that, yeah. And then Topanga's like, you guys are going to be roommates? We were going to be roommates. And a- Amy is like... Um, you case you guys couldn't be roommates unless you got married or something. And Corey is like, What? We we were gonna do this differently. And everyone gets all out of sorts. Mm-hmm. Has this, Eric walked in yet? No. This is where we started having a hard time taking notes because the episode was enthralling. The episode was enthralling, but more importantly, the one thing we can't convey on this podcast, which is Wilfred L slash Eric's facial expressions throughout the next two scenes were to die for. Yeah. Um, and I will try to, to explain. He them. could have probably stood there with one kind of incredulous look on his face and no one would have noticed him and it would have been fine. But no, they start arguing back and forth. Um, 
Alan is very upset. Amy is telling them about how they're too young for this. And 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 Corey is just like, um, you guys got married when you were our age. And he's talking about how, like, Alan says, whose idiot decision was this? And Corey's like, it was mine. And Topanga goes, I asked Corey to marry me. And then it cuts to Morgan. And Morgan goes, I asked Tommy or Bobby something. Bobby Kapowski. To marry me. And then he kicked me. And Eric, like, side-eyes her and gives her, like, the weirdest, like, what? And no one else reacts to her. No. Just Eric does. And he's, like, way in the background and, like, almost blurry. Mm -hmm. And he's the only one that reacts to Morgan, who I would like to say, hello, Morgan. It's nice to see you again because we hardly ever see you. Right. But, yeah. So they're arguing back and forth about that. And... Um, then it goes to like Angela and Sean who are arguing about it because Angela is very much against them getting married this early, not them getting married, but she thinks they are way too young, that this is a mistake that they need to take some time, like to really think about when and how they want to do this. And Angela's like, well, what would you do if, if I asked you to marry me? And Sean goes, well, they're not like us. They're hopelessly in love. And... Again, we see Eric in the background make a face that I can only describe as... <gasps> <laughs> and... Um, and Sean's like, not that we're not hopelessly in love. Like, we definitely, definitely are. And then Corey says, like, I don't understand what the big deal is. You married mom when you were my age. And Alan goes, I was a dope. And then Eric's face (laughs) immediately. uh, How do I describe this one? It was very like, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Amy at that point is like, you were what? So now everyone's just fighting amongst themselves. And Corey and Topanga leave. They yeah. just walk out the back door and they basically are just like, let's go get married right now. Like, this is ridiculous. Let's go. We've made this decision for ourselves. We can do this. Let's go. Yeah. So and then it cuts back inside the house and everyone's still arguing. Uh, Alan's talking about the sacrifices he had to make. And Amy is like, what sacrifices did you have to make, Alan? And uh, Morgan just like stands up and she's like, hey. Did anybody notice that Corey and Topanga aren't even here? And they all look out the door. And then they all start going like... Uh, well, at first it cuts to them in the car. It yeah. cuts to Corey and Topanga in the car driving there. And Topanga's like, are you sure you're not just doing this because your parents don't want you to? And Corey's like, no, this is what I want to do. It's what I've wanted to do my whole life. Um, And she's like, well, then why did you miss the exit? Mm-hmm. And then it goes back to the kitchen or the backyard. The kitchen. We're still in the kitchen. Eric hasn't been the voice of reason yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So we go back to the kitchen. Everyone is still fighting, but they also, like, are basically like, well, we did run them off, like, and Eric comes over. He's like, let me be the voice of reason, and then starts laughing maniacally. As everyone else laughs, and he's like, something, I don't remember, because he does this twice. And the first time, he's like... We can just lump the two together. It's fine. Well, he says, like... Yeah, you guys probably did drive him to do this because um, you guys were just fighting against him. 
and and you guys were you can't just listen to him you need to listen to him and then alan goes oh it's not like when when we were kids like i told my dad and my dad didn't even understand and he was stubborn stubborn, and hard-headed and and he didn't even listen oh we did do this and then Eric goes, yeah, let me try to be the voice of reason again. And then everyone laughs again. Mm-hmm. And that's, he goes, like, Cory and Topanga are meant to be together. Um, Topanga. And he points out, like, that they all love Topanga, that she's already part of their family. And Amy's like, oh, my gosh, we do really love Topanga. And then he throws in an awful joke about her not getting being wrinkled yet, so he should marry her now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it had to be said. There was it wasn't all sunshine and roses. Yeah, no, from there Eric. were there were two, two. off color jokes in this, and he, I mean, he's very misogynistic in this entire episode. Yeah, but where was I? Basically, like they need to be supported and celebrated because Jack told him one time that he should be a supportive person, so now he's just like a huge advocate for support. And he's like, they they belong together. This is this is one in a million chance. Just, Just like me and Rachel. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> Who's Rachel? Which I don't think we knew no, her name yet. That's did the we? first time we hear her name. So now we can address her as such. <laughs> oh, now we are allowed to address her as Rachel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric basically says, like, oh, that's our new roommate. She's super pretty. And uh, I I I'm over here right now. But I left her back at the apartment with Jack. Oh my god. Then he calls her a tramp. Okay, all right. I was trying to figure out a way to say it without saying it. Um, and then he says, "I have what to get back." What were you gonna do? Like, I don't do a know. Fill the blanks? Like he calls her a lady and the blank <laughs> starts with T. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds bad coming from me. I'm. You can say it. I mean, it's a bad word. Like it's shitty that he was like, "Oh, this girl is pretty. She should be with me." Wait. She might end up with Jack, so now she's... Right. Yeah. Anyway. So he rushes out, and then we cut to... Um... The judge's house. Yeah, that's right. Judge so, Judge Bemis. Um, they they get to the door. The judge opens the door. It's a elderly couple um, who do elopements as their... Job. Yeah. And... Um, they're like, thanks for doing this at such a late hour. The wife is just bawling her eyes out. And she's just like, they're so young, Henry. And uh, Judge Bemis goes, oh, so you're Corey? And you must be the wife with the funny name. <laughs> and she goes, I'm Topanga. And he goes, huh, what a silly name. This is my wife, Fluffa." <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> hold on. And she says... Our one, <laughs> she says, our one friend calls me Foofy. And it was just so, like, off the wall, out of nowhere, <laughs> that it's my favorite line of the episode. Um, so then we go back to the apartment where Jack and Rachel are having, like, a conversation. Jack is talking about Sean. He's like, I love my brother. Like, we get along really great. And then sometimes we beat each other up. And, like, it's a really earnest conversation. And Rachel's just like, yeah, like, me and my sister are exactly the same. Like, I beat her every single time when we wrestle. I really miss her. And Jack is like, well, you know, if you ever, like, need to beat someone up, I'm here. And she's like... No, like, we couldn't do that. And then jumps on top of him. 
mm-hmm. on the couch to like beat him up, but right, it but is like, it's like flirty for sure. Yeah, and um, he she's sitting on top of him, and Eric opens straddling the door. him. Yeah, and Eric opens the door, and immediately she's like, ah! um, and Jack looks at him and goes, "That's right." and um rachel gets off of him and is just like oh you know we were just fooling around and jack's like yeah why did you stop and eric is like i'm sorry i was away dealing with a family crisis solving it while you guys were here wrestling which immediately draws rachel's attention to him she's like oh my gosh what happened how did you fix it and he was like by telling them you calm down yeah and she's like, ooh, how romantic. And Eric, like, makes a face at Jack. And Jack's like, well, I don't see her sitting on you. And Eric goes, she is in my mind. <laughs> and then Rachel is like, I can hear everything you guys are saying. And then says, like, you guys are really, really great. I'm so lucky that I found you. I've spent all of my life thinking I needed to be with a guy. And I realize now I don't. And I'm so glad that I have you and we're just going to be like girlfriends. And then she like skips off to she her like room. pats their heads uh, uh, patronizingly and skips off. Because mm-hmm. she is a solid foot taller than them. Yeah, she is so tall and uh, hot. And she leaves and Eric and Jack look at each other like incredulously. And That's our word of the episode. It is. And Eric is like... Uh, I just thought of something. Um, girl, don't girlfriends like take showers together yeah, and bathe together, together, bathe together, see and maybe other. see each other naked? And Jack goes, "We already do that." <laughs> and Eric goes, "Shh." <laughs> <laughs> so now we go back to the backyard mm-hmm. where everyone Feeny, is. Sean, Angela, Amy, and Alan are all sitting lamenting yard still going over the same things yes we ran them away they must be eloping what are we gonna do no it's not our fault why would it be our fault it's yes it's our, our fault. fault and angela's like everything i said was true and feeney cuts in and he's like you guys can't try to tell cory and topanga what to do i've tried it since first grade what, Mr. Feeney? Mr. Now Feeney you're in this them forever? Now like, Feeney's making shit up? Right. First grade. First grade. They were together. He tried to break them up. They ended up biting him and kicking him. And Sean and was Sh- sitting there with them, even though he lived in other places. Right. He lived before, in Miss- like, Mississippi or whatever. or whatever. Yeah. And Sean was like, oh, I hope they get married one day. Yeah. Oh. This timeline. This timeline. I can't. I really, I can't. So like, you know, we have friends that do a Boy Meets World podcast. Our one friend calls us Fafloofa. <laughs> <laughs> um, our friends Chance and Cameron on their podcast are putting together like a timeline based on like what is actually happening in the show to try to figure out like 
the fluidity of it and there's like time travel involved at this point i cannot wait for them to get oh, to yeah. season six yeah and try to hash this episode out because the timeline is wild yeah no this is gonna be their last podcast <laughs> they're gonna get here and they're gonna be like fuck it that's it throw their headphones across the room and be like we quit we're yeah. not doing it mm-hmm. anyway so we they're they're in the backyard they're hashing it out they are um lying about time <laughs> and uh they all just kind of like go oh i think angela says i wish we were going to be at the wedding and it gets all sad everyone looks down at the ground depressed but then we cut to the wedding the wedding yep fafufa uh-huh. is uh playing the organ crying and crying and um, the judge is standing there, and, and Topanga and Corey are facing him, and Corey still looks terrified, but also excited and happy, and Topanga looks very, like, serene and happy, and Foofy is just bawling her You are not out. her friend. You don't get to I call am, her Foofy. You don't know. I am her one friend. You don't know who her one friend is? It's probably me. But. She says again, like, they're so young. And he's like, do you want to give them their money back? Pardon my wife. But she doesn't seem to understand that this is how we make our money. Um, And then he goes into the vows and has, you know, he's doing like Corey's vows. And Corey's just like, yes, yes, yes. This is what I've wanted always and forever. I do. And then he says, Topanga, do you blah, blah, blah. Take this man, blah, blah, blah. And Topanga just like stares off. Deer in the headlights. And then it says, to be continued. And then we roll credits. Yes. Credits, no post-credit scene, nothing. But, Tanya. Yep. For the first time in five weeks, mm-hmm. how did you feel about this episode? I don't know if it's because I have been, like, missing Boy Meets World for a mm. month. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what it was or if it was just, like a very enthralling episode that I enjoyed a lot. Like I, I tried to figure out if this episode was in the center of a season and we've been watching it every week. How would I feel about this episode? And I don't know because I missed the show so much that I'm like, this was a great episode. I loved it so much. Like, you know, there were the little pieces where Eric is saying, like, shitty things. Like, yeah. not weird for the 90s right. things. Like, completely normal that people would think those things were funny. Um, And then there's also, like, multiple examples of healthy male friendships in this episode that I found so great. Mm-hmm. Like... Gone are those weird references to, like, Corey and Sean not being able to be, like, as connected with each other as they are, which we dealt with so many times in season five. Right. Um, And, like, Jack and Eric have become kind of the same, where you're hearing them say things like, but we already, like, we do that. Mm-hmm. Like, they are so connected to each other, and they're not a- ashamed of their connection with each other. And I love that. So, um, meeting Rachel is fun, and Angela was amazing in this episode. She held her ground the entire time. She was just like, you're crazy. You're too young. 
you shouldn't be doing this. She's the only, like, friend, like, younger person, like, saying, hey, like, I mean, maybe you should just hold on. You don't think she could have been more supportive? No. Okay. She was, she felt very convicted about it. And to be fair, Topanga and Corey were just broken up. Right. And they are jumping into something that maybe they shouldn't. Angela was a voice of reason. Like, she wasn't saying don't ever get married. She was just saying, like, okay, cool, you're engaged. But, like, don't don't get married right now. You can be engaged for however long you want. I know someone who's been engaged for two years and they're not getting married until like 2024. We were engaged for a long time. Yeah. Um, okay, fair. But I also think that you can disagree with your friend, but also be supportive at the same time. Like say, like if you're sure that this is what you want, I don't think it's the smartest move, but I will be here to be go through it with you. Yeah. To a point. I don't mean to to belittle Angela in front of you. But. It won't work. I love her. I know. And I'm not trying to talk you out of that because I support you and I love you. But I think that she could have handled it a little bit better. Right. But she also just went through all of the tumultuous things like with them, no, directly I mean- with them. Like she is super involved. So it wasn't like just a regular friend just being like, hey. I don't think you should do this. This is someone who weathered the whole Lauren saga with Topanga while also dating Corey's best friend. Right. No, I mean, you're you're not wrong. For us, this was a, uh, a couple months later watching mm-hmm. the episode. So it seems like it was a lot further apart. But in Showtime, it was literally like they were broken up. It couldn't have been more than two months ago, probably less than that. Right. That they got back together. Mm-hmm. And they just decided it's time to get married. Right. So I understand what you're saying. Right. And I bl- I agree with Angela. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I don't feel like Corey and Topanga were at the point where they should be committing full time to each other. Mm-hmm. But the episode was good. So that kind of threw my brain off. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how I felt about the episode. Mm. I liked it a lot. How'd you feel about the episode? I liked it a lot. um no i thought it was great i think i thought really everybody was good in this episode Mm -hmm. um i mean alan was annoying but caught himself on it like i mean everybody was good um jack and and eric's stuff together was fantastic and them both wanting to be with this girl like that's the thing that happens Mm -hmm. and um I don't know, her knowingly flirting with them both and like just being like, yeah, this is I'm just going to flirt with you guys. But we're friends. We're girlfriends. Like that was good, too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't. There's not a whole lot to say because it was you said everything. But well, you said a lot while I was saying stuff, too. Yeah, so I wanted to be like you. Um, <laughs> it. I really, I thought Corey played his part well. Yeah. Um, he was he was bewildered, and, and he should have been. But he's in love, and and had the prospect of of having sex with his wife with or with uh, his fiance for the first time, and was a little bit blinded by that. Right. Um. And Topanga 
had decided that she didn't want to go to Yale for him. So to her, that meant that this must be the rest of her life because Mm -hmm. Yale was supposed to be the rest of her life. Mm -hmm. So when she decided, no, it's not going to be Yale, it's going to be Pembroke. And it's because I want to be with Corey. Mm -hmm. Like there, she's decided that's her life instead. That makes so much sense when you put it that way, where she like she jumped the gun because of the fact that like, if she's willing to sacrifice this huge accomplishment, then it she's must been, mean she's that, like... She's been talking about it since she was a kid. Since she was two? Since she was two. She the, for Her first words were, Mom and Dad, I'm going to Yale. Also, I love Corey. <laughs> but I think, um, like, everybody was great in this episode. Um, and, and you're right, maybe part of it is the fact that we were away for so long. Uh, because and also maybe part of it is I don't have huge high hopes going into season six, whereas going into season five, I was very excited for it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that that inverse. Like five, I was on on a downswing. Like oh no, this isn't as good as I thought. Mm-hmm. And then first episode season six, I'm like okay, this is better than I expected. This is great. Right. So I asked this question in our group this week, Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't talk to you about it. Do you have any expectations for season six? Is there anything that you're looking forward to for season six? My expectations for season six are low. Um, I think that it was fine having it on. Like, I didn't dislike this season having it on, but I think a lot of the Rachel stuff bothered me or annoyed me, and I don't know why. I don't remember why. It's been so long since we watched it. Um, but from what I remember, it does become like Jack and Eric are really just slapstick humor, like falling all over themselves for this girl. Um, and there isn't a whole lot of like meat to their stories. But also in this season, Eric does get quite an arc that right. is so important to me. Like it's. It's my favorite arc of the entire series. So So you're you have high hopes. Oh yes. Because I know that at least two episodes of this season are my favorite. And one episode of this season is my favorite episode of all time. Hmm. So I'm very excited. Well, can't wait to get there. It'll be a while. It's towards it's I think episode eleven. Well then I can wait to get there. <laughs> we'll find out in three months what time this favorite episode is. Oh, they already know. I talked about it in our group. Well, not everybody listening is in our group. But oh. I think they could be if they wanted to. How could they do that, Tanya? Oh, they could type in Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World into the search bar of Facebook and then Alden will approve you. While Tanya was telling me that, <laughs> she had her finger up <laughs> like, what's his name from uh, the little boy from uh, Red Rom? <laughs> the Shining? Yeah, The Shining. Yeah. <laughs> And I could not figure out why she was doing that. I was I was counting like the words in my head, like to make sure that I. Like, Red Rob. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> What's his name? Tommy, right? In The Shining. I don't remember. Damn it. Danny. Danny. Yeah, it is Danny. Yeah, it's Tommy in Boy Meets World. <laughs> That's okay. why that name's in your head. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Danny, what? <laughs> Where can people find us? 
You can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can find us uh, through email at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. And then the aforementioned Facebook. Yes. Red Rom. So <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to say before we go, before we head out? Um, thank you for your patience with us yeah. over the past, like, it's been two like months. two months. Um, I mean, we definitely went into like the end of season five with like the clear intentions of like we would be releasing like every two weeks and and um, we had to delay it a little bit. But thank you for hanging in there with us. And we're so happy to be back to weekly episodes and back into a new season. It is very exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to see what season six has in store for us and for you, class. That was so sincere. Thank you. I've been practicing. Um, he has to practice sincerity. Yeah, it's, uh, I stand in front of a mirror. I don't. I don't do that. That's none of that was true. Anyway, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season Six, Episode One. Do good. Class dismissed.